This is the Indie Game Dev Podcast. That got a lot more, um, a lot of wish lists. Like half of the whole wish list came from that, uh, which was in autumn. And um, you just apply to be if you're in a certain release window. Mm-hmm. You apply to it. You go on it. Welcome to the first episode of the Indie Game Dev Podcast. For this first episode, we have Mike Posey. He's an indie game developer who has a full-time job, a family with two child under five years old, and above all of this, he managed to get time to release his indie game. In this episode, he shares tips of how to market and release an indie game. He's a great guy, and I hope you enjoyed this conversation and his journey. So let's let's start. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mike, for taking this invitation for having this interview. It's really great to have you here in the in the channel. Yeah. Uh, yeah Thanks so, for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, yeah, we have been a couple a couple of months uh, in contact with uh, through Twitter. Uh, we found each other uh, there, uh, asking some questions, and yeah, it's been yeah. Uh, when I started these interviews, uh, the, you were really I was thinking of having you in uh, here in the in the channel. So uh, thanks. Well, a thanks. Lot for... I, I appreciate that, and it was nice talking to you. Uh... I think we talked about potentially like, you know, what's what it's like having kids and hopefully I didn't scare you away too much in our conversations, but <laughs> but uh, we had some good talks about that. And then of course, game dev and, and all that. So yeah. yeah. So there are many topics to talk. Uh, so yeah, the family, you, you really have a family and you're also doing yeah. game dev. You have already released a game. Uh, so I think you are quite interested. It's a quite, we can have a quite interesting conversation and yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people can benefit about uh, with this conversation. I think so. I mean, for me, from my side of things, when I looked at other YouTube videos and stuff, I, I was looking for that and I found it in a couple of people who had kids and uh, who still did it. Because when I started, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to be a game dev, but I got a kid, you know, and then I had two kids. I'm like, I'm done. There's no way. And uh, that wasn't the case, actually. It was the opposite. So, yeah, it was good to it's good that the more of these, the better, I think so. Right. Hopefully people see it and think they can do it too. Yeah, I think if they can look at your example, maybe other people are in the same situation. And yeah. when they look to your example, then you can encourage other people to do it. So I think that it's going to be great. I hope so, right? <laughs> yeah, nice. So Mike, uh, tell me, yeah, maybe uh, a bit uh, uh, about yourself. Uh, yeah, sure. okay, maybe a bit background of you. You have already released a, a game. You, are all, you have a full-time job. You have released a game uh, in Mystic mm-hmm. Hammer, and yes. also you have a family, two kids. Uh, so if you can tell us about your background, uh, where you're yeah. from, uh, where... Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm Mike Capozzi uh, from uh, PosiSoft, a company I created just for mostly game development. And um, yeah, my full-time job was uh, started as a, a software developer. Um, like maybe 10 years ago. So I don't want to scare people off and say, oh no, you have to be a software developer. You really don't. I was a web developer. Uh, not all that really transitioned over to game dev. I still started kind of from square one, but the advantage I would have would probably be about logic and thinking that way. Uh, but then really recently, the last five years, I've been a manager. So I'm not really in the code that much. I mean, I am for some of the older apps that I wrote, but when it comes to the new stuff, I'm falling behind. I mean, uh, technology, you know, especially with programming, you fall behind quick. And if you're yeah. not on top of it, you fall out. 
So um, I kind of pivoted over to to game development a bit on my own time, and it was it was awesome. I always knew I wanted to do that. Um, but as far as the uh, the family, the kids, yeah, I've been married for ten years. Um, I have two kids, uh, both under five, so uh, they're a handful. It's it's weird. It's like there's two worlds. There's a world when you have kids and you say handful. And then the other world, when you're watching that, you hear a handful. And I won't let's let's not make this video about that because it'll just scare the whole world off. <laughs> but I'm very honest about that. I think that's the difference. Like a lot of people, when I talk to their their parents, like, oh yeah, you know, they're special. It's good. You have to do it. Uh, if you love kids, it's great. Do it. And like, there's just like no downside. You just hear it's great. It's good. And you're like, well, my experience will be like that. You know, uh, we had a rough experience. It was rough. Um, and it, there's a lot to it, but, but putting all that aside for a second and the craziness that goes along with it. Um, yeah, the, the two kids, uh, the, the having to have the day job to hold everything together and then do this. I don't want to say hobby. It was a hobby. It starts as a hobby okay, and then so it, all of a sudden hobby. it becomes real. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like the, the source of income, you know, you, you hear all the stories, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know. You're not going to make any money at all. It, you can't rely yeah. on it. You're not going to quit your job tomorrow. Um, and, and I, I actually, uh, the other part of it, I'm from the East Coast, in the United States. Okay. Uh, so I grew up in New York. Um, and, you know, it's expensive to live around this area. So it's like you have you have to make a lot from a day job. You have to use a lot to live here. Yeah. And then there's game dev, which, uh -huh. you know, you start selling stuff. And you're just like, well, what could I do with that? It's like you can't really make it work at first. But but. I can talk about this later and I'll talk about it on my channel, but like expectations, right? Like knowing what it is you expect um, out of it and setting yourself up for the right success. You know, if you just want to be a millionaire, of course, it's like, okay, maybe later, but that's not your first goal. Yeah, um, I think that's so, uh, not a correct goal to start with, right? Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll get there, right? You'll get to that goal later, but how about selling like a dollar, right? A dollar. I mean, that was the dream initially. And I know I'm going all over the place now, but that oh, was the dream. Perfect. Uh, that's part of this. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I ramble, I'm sure, <laughs> and, you know, uh, but it, it's like uh, the goal was like, I, I was like, if I can make a game and just get it on a store, that was mm -hmm. it. Like, imagine getting on Steam. How cool would that be? That was it. That was the only thing. And now I'm like upset if I don't have a certain amount of sales or I don't have this mm. or that. But like, what happened to my first goals? Gone. Yeah. The new one was what if I could sell this, but not just to a friends or family, but someone who doesn't know me, like that's the goal um, for like a dollar. Right. So then that happened, of course. And it wasn't a dollar. It was like, so we went from there and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I sold it to somebody who's not even in this country who doesn't know me, yeah. um, who bought it at the full price and loved it and didn't, you know, review bomb it into the ground or return it. Um, <laughs> and then it became like, what if 10 people bought it? That's what I have to do. And I wasn't consciously making goals like uh, you should. I think you should write it down a piece of paper and put it on your wall. But it was just sort of it just happens naturally every phase. And then you constantly forget you get all, you know, um, you, you start saying, oh, yeah, I want this next thing. And I'm, I'm a disappointment. I'm a failure because I don't have 10,000 sales, 100,000. It just keeps growing into that. But it's funny how all that starts. So so all that is to say, I started by just saying, I'd love to just make a game, right? Just mm. get a game finished. And um, and that has been part of my my, my my journey. But but yeah, you asked about the, the family and the day job. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we can go ones. over parts and yeah, we got now the <laughs> overall picture. Yeah. Uh, but maybe uh, with that, um, how, how and why you started with game dev? Because you, uh, yeah. you said at the beginning you had some goals, but then why why you got into this uh, industry? Yeah, it's a good question. So I, I always, 
I always wanted to. That's a lifelong. And I, not everybody's like that. That's okay. It doesn't mean you have to be born and say, I just want to make games. But I, I know I wanted to do it since I was young because uh, for me, it started, I was at my uncle's house. It was probably like, I want to say I was eight or 10 years old. It was something where it was like way too young to be doing this. Hmm. And he had to go to work and he left me there with my grandmother who didn't speak English. Um, she spoke Italian and I didn't know what she was saying. Ah, your you background is Italian. Uh, it is, yeah. Ah, nice. I don't, I don't speak Italian, but I speak a little bit of, little, little bit of Spanish, but not Italian. Okay. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, my grandmother, hundred percent. So all I understood was like the words for like, uh, you know, cheese or ice cream or food or eat, mm. and that was it. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, he left a book of like uh, visual. Um, what was it? It was like uh, it was visual basic programming, but I don't remember what the purpose was, what he was doing with it, but he never read it. And it's a lot of books I have. I don't even open them. But for me, a kid, I was like bored. And I thought, what would be cool is if I could impress him by reading this book. Uh, nothing to do with gaming. It was just application development. Okay. And um, I started just plugging away at the keys. And I, I don't know how I did it at that age, but somehow I made a, a little video game, a little like, uh, you know, the typical adventure text game. But then you can click buttons. And the buttons like turn right, turn left, you encounter an orc, click here to attack. And that's all it was. But he stayed out really late. He came home at like two in the morning. And that's something my parents would never let me do. I mean, there's no way. But my parents weren't here. And my grandma was sleeping. So I just kept going. Yeah, he came play. home and he was like so mad. Uh -huh. He's like, oh, you're up. But then when he saw what I did, he's like, I don't know if I should yell at you or or, or be <laughs> happy with what you did. <laughs> he, uh -huh. He's like, how did this kid make this little game or something? So, you know... I, I always knew I would want to make games because I always like playing games. Um, it was that simple. So since Nintendo, it's always been play the games, be cool to make one, but how, how do you even do that? Um, and then I re I haven't reapproached it since, you know, from that point until like college. And then I said, okay, I got to go to college. So I, I got to figure out what am I going to do for game development? So two paths at the time I thought it was, it was basically you go for programming or you go for art. Mm -hmm. um, and what I did was, uh, I did art, uh, not not for college. I did uh, a bachelor's degree in computer science, but uh, I did art as like 3D Studio Max back then, 3D art. And I loved doing that. It was a little like cinematic stuff. And just, um, I didn't do so much modeling. I kind of just took other people's stuff. Like, like it was a TIE fighter for Star Wars and I animated it. I put sound <laughs> to it. And um, I would make like these other little music videos. And I love doing it, but uh, I couldn't draw. So I'm like, I'm not an artist. So I didn't know if you needed to draw for that. So I wanted to go to school. The only experience I thought I had was with art. I had a leg up on it and I, I kicked my own butt. I said, you know what, let me do the harder thing. I think computer science will be harder, which means it's probably going to be worth more. So I left all the art behind, no game development, just develop, just, you know, just complete, programming, hardcore programming. Exactly. Just programming. And, um, you know, it was like, I wasn't great at it either. I never, I kind of just went through college doing, you know, getting through college, just forcing myself to get through the math and the physics of everything. And it was like tough. It wasn't easy. I wasn't a straight A student. Um, and I, I left the game development thing behind. I just didn't do it until, uh, you know, maybe senior year, I was on my laptop in some classes and I'm like, oh, I want to make a flash game or something. I had all these ideas. And then I, tons of ideas like everybody we have all these and then but no execution like i couldn't do anything um and i couldn't finish anything either most people can't and that's okay but could not could not do that so that was like i'm 20 22 23 years old i had this development job my day job and it's been 13 years of just that um and then what reignited me this past year about a year about no, actually two years ago almost 
um, was like uh, some some tutorials. You know, I've done little tutorials here and there about quick, you know, how to do this, how to do that, whatever. But uh, like full, well, you you know, <laughs> now yeah, just going in full into into game dev. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to mention, game dev TV is the one I did, and the one you're you're doing too, yeah, right? I'm doing that. Uh, well, maybe that's another topic to talk. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Great. We we can get into that separately, yeah. but it's funny. I think you're doing the only tutorial I haven't done. I'm doing like I'm doing the opposite of you, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I did those like the 2D ones, and um, it's weird. I, I said I was going to complete that first course. I did, and I had this weird contract with myself in my head. I don't know why mm -hmm. I did this. I said. Mike, you're not allowed to watch another tutorial uh, mm. until you release a game. And, and I, that's probably not I advise everybody do that. But for some reason, because I said to myself, um, I don't want to get paralyzed in like, what is it? Analysis paralysis. Just yeah, you're constantly in a cycle. Thing. Yeah. 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 You just, you're not really doing anything. So I didn't want to do that, like, and just get lost. So I said, I'm just going to finish this. It's going to be a certain scope and I'm going to get it done. It's way too long, 18 months was how long it took to do it. But about three or four months because of the pandemic, I had to just stop. It was really bad. The kids were home. It was like too crazy. Uh, so three months were off. So figure about 14 to 16 months of development with everything else going on. And uh, and I didn't watch another tutorial. I kept that promise. Unless I needed it. It's something small, fine. If you're stuck, that's okay. Go yeah. on YouTube. But no series, no beginning to end. No, I'm going to just follow along. I'm just going to take it to the end. So yeah, that, that's kind of... How it happened, yeah. Okay, yeah, that you, yeah, that it's important to switch from, yeah, from learning mode also to do do mode to right. really start doing it and also learning by doing instead of only watching. I think that's right. absolutely to, uh, instead of watching only only the tutorials, right? Oh yeah, big difference. And and some tutorials have you do more while you're uh, while you're doing it, which is good. They stop and say, here, try this. Uh, but others are just like, type this code. I type the code. It works. And then you go to do it yourself. It's like blank page. You just freeze. That's going to happen all the time. It happens to me now. You just freeze. Like, oh my God, imposter syndrome. I don't belong here. I can't do this. But then you get over <laughs> it. <laughs> and also I read because also uh, you wrote an article for the game dev uh, blog. Uh, I saw I did. your article. And also you talked that uh, I think that's a really nice concept that it's related to this, that uh, you uh, you look uh, for not having a zero day uh, Meaning yes. that you at least that you want to uh, that you work at least one thing in your in your game, one mm -hmm. day, and then in that way you are progress making progress. Yes, and by all means, that's not my idea. I've heard it before. I'm just propagating it out that that's what I did, and that is, and 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 I, I don't remember you know how which which a couple of people had said that in different ways, but one of them that struck me is. Like it doesn't have to mean like a one hour day or one line, uh, one line of code. Even it could be like it could be anything, and that's that's how I took in the heart. Um, you know, there's an extreme to it where you can consider like, well, I was upstairs, I never got to the computer, but in my head, I thought of the next thing I'm going to do. That's okay too. I mean, for me, I I tried to rule that out because then I fall back on, ah, oh, I just thought all day and I didn't actually do anything. So as long as I got to the computer, opened it, and did one thing, then I was set. Like I did something that day. Um, and I won't go into this whole other topic, but the anxiety, the wall of anxiety, I know when I mm. sit down, I think a lot of people probably have that. Um, getting past that zero is, is harder than I would have thought. Like just yeah. doing something sometimes is like, I don't want to, like, I love, love, love doing it. I do have a passion when I'm doing it, but for some reason I can't get into it. Cause I think it's like this 
terrible thing. It's work. It's bad. I can't do it. And it's going to be horrible. And like, I don't have the time, whatever. As soon as I start typing, it's like, I can't stop. I can't go to sleep. I can't, you know, all that starts snowballing. So it's getting past that anxiety yeah. wall, getting past the zero, and then you made progress. So that's good. And then at the end, yeah, little by little, little making this progress. And at the end, you, you can release your game, right? Right. And how was that experience of releasing your game? Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> as everyone would say. Uh, I will say the best advice I can give is so marketing. I knew up front, everyone's like, you have to market while you're mm -hmm. doing it. And it takes a lot of time. And I tried, but I tried in the wrong places for me and everyone's mm -hmm. different. So yeah. I won't put anything down or, or for, for in general, but for me, I started kind of more on the Reddit side without knowing much of the Reddit. Uh, I, I don't want to say, uh -huh. what's that? No, I read that also, that you also tried the Reddit side. Oh, Man, yeah. Those guys in Reddit are brutal sometimes. Yeah, right? okay, thanks for saying it. I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're brutal, and, and they're great people, and it's a good community. And like, you, some subreddits are better communities than others, yeah. and I mesh well with some and not others. Uh, that's how it is. And there's rules, and you can't really advertise on there. Mm -hmm. They even smell advertisement, you're out. Like, they, they just get out of here. Uh, but what I, I guess what I didn't understand is I'd be like, hey, guys, check out what I'm working on. It's my first game, and I'd have a little something. And, like, within a few minutes, there's no comment, but there's there's a down vote. Yeah. And I'm like, who hates me? <laughs> what the did same, I do? The same <laughs> Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why is it? I don't understand. Like, why do so many people hate me without knowing me? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've heard different theories. There's, you know, there's people who just downvote because they're in a bad mood or, or downvote because I, I don't believe this that much, but downvote because they just posted something and they want theirs to rise to the top. I don't think they, I doubt that happens too much, but maybe. Uh, or, you know, they just, they randomly do it. Uh, sometimes I get random upvotes too. So, um, I've learned not to put too much stake in that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I tried to be authentic as possible. And that's the thing. I, I never wanted to come out there and not be authentic. Right. Um, and then I discovered Twitter and I was authentic. I wasn't even so much showing, well, I do show what I do all the time, mm -hmm. which I feel free to do so. I just feel like it's okay to say, yeah. here's what I'm working on now. Uh, but I was like myself in that I found this other personality and this happened three months before release or so. So it was late in the game for me in the whole year, but it opened up everything because it was like, you know, I had these same four or five Twitter followers and I didn't, I was never on Twitter. And I was like, I could never get to a hundred. Right. And I'm like, well, why not? Maybe I can. And when I got to a hundred followers, it was like, oh my gosh, like how did a hundred people care about what I'm doing? Like yeah. and on Reddit, I'm still, I still have that one follower, I believe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's like, how does this happen? Um, then it was 200 and it came so much faster than 100. It was like, and all I'm doing is like talking like, and then I realized I can interact with other people. It's not about me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not like an advertising. It's about, Hey, what are you doing? And, and what can I learn from you? And that's what happened. I just started talking to people and people, half the people were just like streamers saying something about like, you ever feel like this? And I talk about, yeah, I feel like that too. And whatever, you just connect with people. Nice. Um, and it doesn't have to be only game developers. It was some artists, some YouTubers, some streamers, and and that's it. It's just that part of marketing seemed to work out much better for me. Now, did that convert to any sales? I don't really know. I have some hmm. things that show people from Twitter looked in, wishlisted it, but then beyond that, did they convert a couple months later? It's really hard to tell, but uh, I just know I feel at home there and I feel like there's nice. this little family. And yeah, that's yeah, good. That's and that's how we met. Um, so. Social community that it's there, 
and yeah. you have been social there and that has helped you to build a small community well it's not small anymore i think you have grown your following there uh, yeah it's getting bigger yeah, yeah 16 1500 followers or something it's getting bigger so nice that yeah and 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 the funny there's some memes about it right but uh, and it's a little awkward but i'll just say it like it's like uh the memes are about you selling your game it's like hey i'm gonna go get a community and what do you have you have 1500 game devs not not gamers not yeah. your people not your audience <laughs> uh, but game devs and it's like huh well that happened but we are gamers we're all gamers so yep. it does work out still and we all have each other's backs and that that is you know their friends are gamers so i i, I tend to think that that works okay um but in reality, the, the the right way to do it, which I, I didn't do, was finding the, the 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 audience targeting. You know, marketing is not just um, showing your exposure to everybody. It's sort of getting that one area specifically where you're supposed to be. For me, for Mr. Camera, that was Plants vs. Zombies. But I can never get. It's hard to find where are these people, right? Everyone's like, you just got to find them. I'm like, yeah, but where are they? Like, you know, okay, they're out there. There's boards. There's um, there's some fan sites or whatever. But yeah, okay, they're there, but I don't have their email. I'm not going to go into their fan site and start yeah. spamming my game. So <laughs> it's always weird that way. I'd rather just talk about the game, see if it creates buzz, and talk to other game developers. You know, that's that's been the path. That's been the um, path. Yeah. And no, so. then, nice. And yeah, that you have also the back from other game devs, and also they're supporting you, and you're supporting other ones. Yeah. And it, whether whether they're supporting or acting like they're supporting, it feels good. It, it feels like there's a, something to fall back on. Um, it's like friends and family too, right? Like that's it's nice, but I I, I never want to rely on it because everyone's going to say everything you do is great. They're just they're not going to criticize it. They're going to be like, oh, good job. You know, I've known you since you're a baby. It's great. Like so, I've kind of put that aside. With this, and maybe it's similar for all I know. It could be just like, oh, you're just so awesome because I like you. But in reality, like, I am buying that game. Like, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, they're there, and it, it does feel like a community. It makes you feel kind of safe to, and that's what creates the buzz because they 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 share it sometimes and they like it sometimes. And um, yeah, I've mostly talked about the marketing, but beyond yeah. that, that that's kind of what a lot of it is. Once you get to that mm. final stage of pushing the button, you know, telling everybody you're pushing the button and what what you're going to do and, and how you plan to do it that has been i guess the reason i go into that is it was so time consuming and mm. people have warned about that but i was um even away from the computer on my phone on twitter constantly like is this an opportunity someone's talking about this you know a game convention or, or thinking that you know someone's about publisher like what do i do what do i say how do i get noticed mm. how do i okay. um you know and it becomes this thing you know i hate it it's like oh well you know this person has this many followers and if i like talk to them and you know it's like you don't want to like pander to everybody but at the same time you want to just be involved with everybody and the more people i follow the better it's not about my own followers but who i'm following because my feed does look like nothing but game development all day and i love it that's great i feel like everything's going on and i'm in it um so that that helped and then uh lastly i'll just mention the uh the the game festival for steam hmm. was very helpful uh that got a lot more, um, a lot of wish lists. Like half of the whole wish list came from that, uh, which was in autumn. And um, you just apply to be if you're in a certain release window, mm -hmm. you apply to it, you go on it. And um, I streamed for the first time. I was never, you know, never streamed anything. Put the camera on and played during the festival. And a couple of people uh, downloaded a demo. Um, oh, they nice. liked it, and then. I think later that that really helped out, but it, it like it was awakening the game from being in like this slump for a while with not a lot of wish lists for a couple months. It was it was great boost. So so yeah, that that was a lot of the release was about the marketing, get the word out there, mm. and then um, 
not thinking about the crunch for the game mm-hmm. until it becomes the crunch for the game. And maybe that's why it becomes a crunch. It's like all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, I have to finish this. Like, I, I did, but I, my scope was too far. I mean, I put 50 mm-hmm. levels in the game. I probably didn't need to because I found that people didn't get past level 30. Uh, rare, <laughs> they do, but rarely. So it's like, what did I do? But um, I kept going and I said, I have to get to 50. It's a nice round number. It's good for saying I got 50 levels. Mm. And um, and then I, I was there like, and my wife put up with a lot because it was a lot of me whining, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh no, the game, it's going to suck. It's going to be this, that, like a lot of negativity. And then you have to try and push that out, but it just keeps coming back. <laughs> nice. So you also on the family side, you had also that support that was important for you. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people, I think, will say that. And mm-hmm. um, I, I will say I'm on the fence. So, uh, you know, it's like that comes out like you feel like it's like a speech, like you want an award. You say, I'd like to thank, you know, my support, my family, why everyone was there for me every step of the way. Uh, it was a fight. It was a battle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was definitely there for me. That's oh, true. Nice. But it wasn't 100%. And mm-hmm. the, the reason it wasn't like you know, with the kids, it's so hard because how many nights am I going to try and just go downstairs and get on the computer and say, I'm going to do game dev and you, you know, you take care of both kids. Uh, but then, you know, one of them's getting a tooth or so, there's something going through something or they're sick and they're waking up at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And how many times can I expect her to, to do that? Um, I'm going to pay the price tomorrow. And I would, because it would be like, she can't sleep. She has to take a nap. Now I have to do this, but I have my day job, so I can't do that. Yeah. So then I have to put it off till after the day job. And now it's like dinner and then it's bath and it's bed. So if uh, eventually it'll just cause a collapse. So there's give and take. And um, of that, I'll say there were times where like, there was the pivotal points where it's like, this is time sensitive on Twitter. There's something going on. And someone's like, you know, show us what you're working on and we'll put it in this or put it in that. Or, uh, and I had to do it and I would like kind of have to fight. It was the worst time to do it, but I would fight for it. I would get it other times. It was very give and take. So Definitely. Thank you. She did a great job. It was awesome. And she was supportive overall a net support. But I guess when people hear it, because when I heard it, it was always like, you know, oh, my wife or my girlfriend, it's going to be like full support mode where it's like, mm-hmm. you do you, hon. And, you know, you're just going to do nothing but game dev the whole time. Um, no, that, that's, that isn't that's what happened the other to me. Side. It's not so real, right? Yeah. yeah, it might be for others. Like, <laughs> it, might, it just it just wasn't for me. And without kids, I'll say it probably could be because mm-hmm. you could cut out say okay three hours a night you get that every day you know don't worry about spending time with me we won't watch our shows we're good not that that's all that happens i, I think it well that's it wasn't <laughs> but when it's with the kids it's so much with she has a full-time job too and that's the other thing i mean there's people with kids that their, their husband or wife doesn't work full-time but both full-time with kids um yeah that's challenging uh, can't yeah it's challenging and um and and I would have never thought it could happen. For some reason, I think that lack of time causes some sense of urgency where it just works out. I don't know how I did that. I still don't. And, and it's like, because I don't have the time and I keep saying I don't, but I did somehow. And I think it's just, you make the time and the efficiency of that time becomes vital. There is nothing else you're doing, but exactly what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And when you run into problems, you don't always cut corners, but I think that's important to know when to. And it's another topic for another day. Yeah. But <laughs> knowing when to cut the corners and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a really different topic. Yeah, that's also another topic to, yeah. to talk. Uh, but it, yeah, uh, I can. Yeah, that's that was another question. That how you manage to to continue working on your game, all the marketing, all the technical side, programming it, and also having your family. So it was taking advantage of every time that you had free. Pretty much. 
Yeah. And at night it was, uh, I would, so I would stay up late and I basically, I stole, I borrowed it from sleep. That was it. Yeah. And that's kind of an obvious answer is like, I had to wake up no matter what, if a kid's up, I'm up like, and if, if not, I'll hear them. So there's no, <laughs> nothing I can do. So I would say, I'm going to go to sleep at 11 and then it would be two hours. It would be one. And I'm like, Oh no, what am I going to do? And then the panic sets in. Um, anxiety is a whole other topic, but there was a lot of anxiety. It was a lot of like, I can't sleep because I'm seeing numbers. I'm seeing code. I'm seeing mm. uh, all this in my head and it's tough to get to sleep um, and, and stuff to stay asleep. So yeah, I would lack sleep and roll over into the next day and three or four days would be lack of sleep. And then all of a sudden I'd have this day where like, I just have to collapse into sleep somehow. Um, and that, that became its own complicated topic. But the arrangements I had were kind of broken sometimes would be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go to sleep early tonight. And that way, don't worry, I'll get up with my daughter if she gets up. And I didn't, I failed, I broke that. Um, mm. But I took ownership of it because when she did wake up, I would still get up with her. It wasn't that I would just lie and then say, oh, can you do it now? Like I still did it, but I punished myself. So <laughs> a lot of it was nights and taking that time at night to make it work. Um, there really is no other time because, you know, and weekends are, uh, you know, the, I, I remember when weekends were fun. <laughs> they are, but it's like, it used to be this relief of your job's done for the week. If you're full-time, you know, not everybody mm -hmm. is, but I was full-time. So, okay, now it's the weekend. There's, there's no, like, there's no, tra it's the transition is, okay, the kids are home all week. Cause they go to daycare. I should mention that when I keep saying home or not home, we do have them in daycare. It's extremely expensive, which makes it that we have to work even more. Mm. Um, yeah. not complaining. It's just, that's the cycle of things. Yeah. If you want two full-time parents. So they're home all weekend. Uh, so it's like, you know, you love them, you play, we play, but it's like, you run out of things to do after a while. And you're just like, huh, <laughs> what are we going to do now? Um, so uh, the other thing I did was I constantly, and, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I would play, I talked about this in that blog article mm -hmm. for the game dev TV you talk about, I was like, in my head, I'm like, uh, I'm playing with my, my son and I'm always in there. Like, I don't, I don't want to be that father who's like, just like play, like fake plays. Like, oh, that's nice. I want to be in, in the moment. Like, okay, I, I'm a warrior here. This is my sword and shield. We're fighting with these or, or superheroes. Like I'm part of it. Or there's a little storyline going on. Uh, so I try and do that. And with the game dev, I found it was sometimes it was hard because he, I mean, sometimes kids, I think they're okay with whatever you're doing, right? Like they're just <laughs> like, oh, they're playing with me. That's great. You know, I don't know if my dad ever knew what I was doing, you know, I was like, so, um, I, you know, I, uh, by the way, let me know if my cat in the background, I don't know if she's making noise or something, but if she jumps up, uh, uh that's fine. Nothing? Yeah. I cannot hear. Okay. Uh, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. okay. I, um, I don't hear her. Uh -huh. I have a cat too. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, nice. but, um, so yeah. And I forgot what I was saying, but, oh, the kids. Yeah. So I was like playing with the kids and like, in my mind, I was trying to half remember how we're playing here, but in my mind, I'm just like okay, cool. We're gonna have a level up system. I'm going to yeah. build this later. There's going to be stats and, you know, and then that's what I do, you know, at work, I, I focus, but sometimes, you know, everybody has that moment where you're just kind of drifting off. Well, instead of drifting off and thinking about a beach, I just replace that with what's the next thing my game's going to have. Yeah. <laughs> and, some, yeah. Some ideas that pop up in that moment yes. that, okay, maybe I can add this to my game, this feature, or maybe this is not going to work. That's right. And I'm sure you've had it too. I'm sure. Yeah. Sometimes you know, like that, thinking yeah. and, um, you know, sometimes I want to run away. Like if I'm eating dinner, I just want to run downstairs and go do it. But I, you know, <laughs> I wasn't able to. Uh, and, and I'm like, what was I doing in college after college? You know, I'm like, I had time, I had it, but I couldn't harness that power until I didn't have it. And now all of a sudden I harnessed it. So 
still a very weird thing. But anyway, um, so I would say that's kind of how I managed it. Nights and thinking in my head while I was doing everything else during the day and then sitting down and making sure I'm executing exactly what I've already planned in my mind that night. You know, nice. So. And all the hard work paid off at the, at the end. So at the end, it did. And I, I like everybody's an aspiring game dev. That's the mm -hmm. thing. Um, and this isn't my original thought. I've heard this too, that like, you know, just say you're a game. If you're developing a game, you're a game dev. It's okay. You're a game developer. Like you're not aspiring this or that. Like you don't have to. Um, but like, let's be honest. I was telling myself inside, like, come on, man, what are you doing? This is not, you know, you're not a game developer. Um, <laughs> but if I released a game, I said, no one's going to take that away from me. And um, not that everyone's trying, but I guess in my negative mind, I'm always like, everyone's putting me down, but nobody was um, mm. that I kept putting myself down. Like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Yeah, uh, but if I do thing, it, right, the people are fear of the judgment of other people. Yes. And at the end, you are yourself that you're pushing down yourself. Yes. The worst. You're the worst person <laughs> to yourself. That's I know there's got to be more people out there like that. <laughs> um, and all I can say to them is you set your goal. Um, you know, if you could finish it, if you could somehow get it done, it doesn't have to, to sell. You have to just have it out there and know yeah. that you didn't. And if you have 30 projects and you don't finish any, you're still a game developer. It's okay. You know, there's a, you don't have to be like a, a commercial game developer you've sold. You don't have to be a AAA game studio. You have to work for one. I'm not, I don't work for a AAA game studio. I'm an indie game dev, whatever. Like I am that because I did that, but releasing it was the extra little special thing for me that, that I would stop yelling at myself. And, um, and I did, it was like, when I released it, uh, you know, negativity turned into all the everything. Okay it's not selling enough. It's not working no one sees it. It's hard, whatever. But it, it's so important to reflect back on where you started. And it's like, Hey man, like two years ago, I didn't know how to do any game dev at all. Like that's it. I didn't know anything. Um, and now I did this. Like, so when you compare, you have to put in perspective and that makes a big difference. But, uh, but yes, releasing it was, um, was success that no one could take away because uh, I still don't know who I think was going to take it away other than me, but people saying to you, like, I don't know, uh, oh, that game's missing this, missing that, or mm. or did you create everything, every pixel? Did you make all the music and sound yourself? <laughs> um, and the answer now can be like, well, where, you know, I don't know, how, how was your game, you know, to people who don't even do game development? Like, oh, wait, you know, you didn't release an actual product. I did, you know, and that's the thing. I can say that to myself, I can say it to others. Yeah. You could be proud of that a little bit. I mean, don't go around like telling everybody running around town. But I mean, when it comes up, uh, which it doesn't, by the way, because people are just happy for you. It's not even nobody was trying to put you down to begin with except yourself. So yeah. um, and I don't know. Again, I don't want to keep jumping into these big other topics, but I, I, I hinted there. Uh, you know, I didn't make every single part of the game. Like there are things there are asset packs. Um, if you use them all, you can end up with a circus. But if you know when or how to use them mm -hmm. properly, it's kind of how you how you can make it work. Um, and that's okay. So yeah, I had some of that in mind. You do everything by yourself. You have also to know which resources you can take yeah. and then put them together. That's also part of the magic of putting everything together, integrating and making also a good game with that. That's right. And also I should mention, it's not just like asset packs. I didn't really have a whole lot of that. I had some of it, but um, I used uh, Fiverr. I, I went on Fiverr.com and I was like talking to people, like seeing who would who would do what. And I, I'd find an artist and I don't I didn't work with an artist on it. Like I didn't have a team really, but I would do one off jobs to say, can you make a background? Mm 
yeah. uh, because the background's detailed. I can't do environments. Um, and yeah, I found people to do that. They charged me X dollars. And then next time I said, can you do another one? Cause then I have another 10 levels or five levels and I can make a whole new area for my game. And that's hmm. how you put the pieces together and you kind of have, you know, without, cause you, you need money in a studio if you're going to do anything. And then since it's not, not going to happen, um, just little at a time chipping away and then up oh, my budget's going low. I just, I stop. Like I, I can't do it for a while. Then later I want to change. I could, I could do something different. So that's kind of how I pieced it together there, um, little by little. Nice. So maybe some recommendations that you can give to new de uh, game developers that are still in the process of releasing their, their first game. Uh, what can you tell uh, to them? I could say your assets, you know, this programmer art, they call it, you know, just like placeholder art. You could do that. You could throw whatever you want in there. Just make sure if you put like Mickey Mouse, you take it out, you know, <laughs> anything <laughs> obvious, like so Disney doesn't sue you. No, but like uh, you could do all that. Um, but even if you don't, you could you could go to the next level and and you know you can get an asset pack you know Unity or Unreal um, or or buy something from someone or go on Fiverr or something like that and look for someone to make it and then you can even tell yourself it's placeholder art uh, it's probably not you're gonna release with it but um, it's okay because you could always go back to it but you're done and in your mind you can move on so now you could talk functionality you could do something cool with it um, as long as you don't have limitations on what you got like if you got something you just can't animate or you got something you you hit a wall. That's probably a problem, but otherwise you could just get whatever, make sure it looks good. It meshes well. Um, maybe understand a little bit about that. Cause, and I still don't, I'm not great with it, but uh, making sure it looks good together and it doesn't look all out of whack. Um, and then uh, modify when you can uh, it, and, and that's it. Just keep it, keep it like that. Uh, and I say when you can, cause you know, there are licenses you could have something or free assets that you can just download like open game arts. I think it is. And then, you know, there are licenses you gotta be careful. You can't modify it but anything CC zero you could use as public domain. Uh, I tried to stay away from too many of that because mostly because I lose track of where I got everything from. So the beginning <laughs> of my game, I had a lot of those assets and I had this <laughs> credits.txt file that would just list everybody and make sure everybody gets recognition. And right before launch, I made it my goal in life to shrink that list. Not that I don't want to give people credit, but I want to take their placeholder stuff out and put real stuff. And I did that. And it was one at a time. I would find real stuff instead of what I had there. And theirs was great, but I wanted to make it mix better. And then um, towards the end, I, uh, as far as music, I had like 10 different tracks by 10 different artists that were all public domain. And I had to get away from that. So I had somebody who worked with me and didn't end up getting all of it done. It's not fair. I didn't give him enough time to finish, <laughs> but um, he got a lot of it done and we shrunk it down to where I only had two two artists to give credit to for two songs and the rest, he kind of did the rest of the soundtrack and then that made it manageable. So nice. I would advise just taking what you need to get through because what you don't want is you're spending every, so much time on every little pixel on something or yeah. you're, you're pulling up an iPad to try and make all the music yourself. Unless you're inclined or that's what your background is. Like with me, none of my stuff with programming came from anywhere because I figured if I'm a programmer, that's yeah. one thing I should be able to bring to the table. So, um, <laughs> And you enjoy doing it, right? You enjoy the programming side. I do. It's funny. In my day job, I kind of stopped like enjoying I kind of enjoy it sometimes, but it's kind of annoying. You're squashing bugs all the time. But when it comes to game dev programming, uh, I do enjoy it. Yeah, I would say overall, I'm just enjoying getting in there and doing it. So you so, have the possibility to go back instead of, uh, yeah, in your day job, you're on the management side. 
but then yeah. you go game dev and you you can go back to the programming. That's a good point because if I wasn't managing, I probably wouldn't love the developing all day, both things. You know, I kind of mm -hmm. have a break from it by managing. So that's true. But yeah, it's uh and and I know there's people out there who hate, hate, hate programming, hate it. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's and, fine. Uh yeah. I think the some I released some videos that you instead of programming, you can do visual scripting. And that's yeah. also fine. Though. So yeah, it's I saw those in the past interview. Everyone. The past interview was great, by the way, to see too that like you could totally do the visual programming route and be yeah. successful and have game releases. So that was that was cool to see. Yeah. Nice. Um Finally, uh, you're creating your uh, game, uh, your YouTube channel, right? Um, I am, yes. Uh, by the time this goes up, uh, better to be something for you guys to go to. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> nice. but I, I'm working on that, yeah. Nice, by the time yeah, this goes up, uh, we'll, we'll put the, the links here. Yes, please, uh, yes. So, yeah, yeah people can, we'll... can go into, into your channel. Uh, yep. And also, maybe some, to wrap things up, uh, maybe how can people come in contact with you? Sure. Uh, you can get me at uh, PosySoft on, on Twitter. That's P-O-Z-Z-I-S-O-F-T. I mean, probably down here. Somewhere yeah, I will put, put it, it. Yeah, <laughs> around here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's going to be overlaid. Okay, right here. Yeah, I will put uh, it to you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then, you know, on YouTube, I guess you just search for PosySoft. It's out there now. The, the channel's already up, but I, 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 all I've done on is old stuff. So I'm probably going to take some of those videos down. If you get there quick enough, you might be able to see them. <laughs> uh, they're just me back in the day before I had a good microphone going through stuff. Me mm. excited about like, look, I have a new Paladin class. Look what I did and like uh, things like that. So, nice. so yeah, going forward, it'll be more of game dev um, and and my adventures into uh, 3D. I am working mm -hmm. on a new game, which I'll make a little announcement video of that. But 3D, not 2D, finally. Um, and also Blender, just loving that lately. I don't ah, know if you true. saw any of that stuff. Yeah, I have seen that you have working on the Blender course. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's another topic. Uh, the game dev courses, uh, you also, uh, that was also your, let's say, your ignition to continue working on the game dev, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, all by the same. And by the way, I should mention, uh, as far as goals, before I was saying with the goals, I never had this goal, but this is my number one achievement, I think, beyond releasing a game. I don't know much about that, that game dev TV. I don't, I'm not part of them, nothing to do with them. Hmm. The reason I even say them is it was just a tutorial I used. But when they yeah. reached out to me and said, would you write a blog on our, I thought they meant like on my blog. They're like, no, on our blog. I'm like, on, like on your blog? I'm like, <laughs> wait, what do you want me to write about? And they're like, you. And I'm like, me? Like, no one cares <laughs> about me. So I wrote that thing. And that's the basis for the whole YouTube channel is kind of like all those little sections. I kind of want to do a video on each section of text. Yeah, I think that would be great for, and it would help a lot of people if you can do some videos with each section. Uh, you yeah. can provide a lot of value to people. So I, I think idea. I hope so. I mean, the main reason I'm even doing it is when I submitted that, again, I was like, who cares, right? But I got messages from random people, Twitter, just a couple, not a whole lot, but a couple that were just like, hey, I don't know you, just letting you know, you changed my life. I'm going to do games, I'm going to release a game. And that was it. Like, I wanted to keep yeah. talking. It was like, they just nice. didn't want to like bother me. I'm like, you could bother me, you could talk to me, I'm approachable. So yeah, anybody want to reach out to me at any point, don't don't hesitate. I'm, I'm fine with that. The DM's Great. open, I believe, is the, the first thing. <laughs> 
and that's the way we we got into into contact uh, kind of yeah that's uh, right yeah it yeah. was before you released your blog uh, with the game dev people uh but yeah uh, it, it's great that you're really approachable and yeah it's and, and i think you're my uh instagram sensei because i'm terrible on instagram but <laughs> i saw you on there and i, I watch your stuff on there so it's like yeah you got to teach me more about that platform <laughs> thanks yeah trying to explore different platforms uh, how it works each of them it's a uh -huh. bit different for all of them so yeah yeah mm -hmm. One nice. day we'll both get Reddit somehow. We'll both yeah. figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah. Great, Mike. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, if there was something that I didn't ask that you wanted to share, uh, anything else uh, before we close? Um, I don't think so. See, I, I made my own little list here just in case I missed anything. But no, it's kind of like, that's it. it's so funny. My notes are just like, lack of sleep late nights <laughs> it's like two words because because you know if you ever put notes if you write too much you're not going to read it so yeah. yeah but uh i i think we got through everything that's important yeah i think we got through everything. um i i i we should totally do a follow-up because i i want to ask you stuff but i feel like you know we'll just do a we'll do a switcheroo one day i'll just i'll just be talking about your awesome game and everything and, and i've been following along by the way and i'm i'm following your journey and and ah, i think there's good things in your future for sure thank you thank you mike happy to be on this channel Ah, great. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. As though you, uh, when I had the idea of also doing the interviews, the one of the first people I thought it was uh, uh, from you that yeah, it would, would be great to have you here. Uh, I think you can have, you can share a lot of knowledge and also your experiences, and people can relate to you. So yeah, I think it's uh, great. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right. So, episode is over. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thank you and until the next time.